the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. for y'all. You glad to have you guys here with me tonight on this Friday Eve. Uh, we got Thank Jesus. Yeah, thank you Jesus. We got so much to talk about. Remember that recognize that voice? Whatever happened to Oprah? Yeah. You know, she kind of lost her empire. It kind of went down. She kind of went from being, you know, um worth billions of dollars down to only be worth a few hundred million after she Say what? Yeah, 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 after she built that empire up from uh ba- basically from uh, the average American white woman deciding and being non-political deciding she was going to back mr marxist got to transform america mr hope and change obama but uh yeah so i i have a little laugh to myself every time i hear uh that sound uh, uh from oprah there 888-344-1170 here's my question for y'all tonight do you trust scotus how do you think that how do you think that they're going to respond to this the the states that in case you haven't been following the story, uh, like uh, my man here who took a few days off, although even while he was off, I know he followed it. Texas decided, God bless Texas, they decided to file a lawsuit against the other states for their shenanigans, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Michigan, and uh, the, Supre- to the Supreme Court, because it is the Supreme Court who hears cases between the various states. Today, the Supreme Court, it's on the docket. A lot of people said that meant that automatically it meant that they were going to hear it. No, it doesn't. It just means that they received the case. They then asked, SCOTUS asked for, gave a deadline of today for the defendants to respond. Uh, I think we're now up to 17 states that have joined, including a Pennsylvania Republican. um, I think he was a congressman from Pennsylvania who joined. There were reports that Pennsylvania, the state, joined in. Uh, but no, they did not. So um, the defendants, the different states had today to respond. And now we got to wait and find out whether or not SCOTUS is even going to hear the case at all. Do you trust the Supreme Court of the United States? It shouldn't be It shouldn't be down to them at this point. We had other remedies. Do you trust them or not? 888-344-1170. That and anything else you want to chime on. I didn't even book any guests for tonight's show because I want to hear from you guys. I want to make sure that the show is available to you as much as possible. I actually put it out there to you guys this morning on Facebook, I said, you know, what is the number one topic for you today? And actually, a couple people chimed in with some topics that are kind of not necessarily on the mainstream. So we're going to get into that uh, tonight, uh, topics besides just uh, the election. 
Follow me on Twitter at Andrea Casha. We are streaming live right now on, on uh, Facebook at The Answer San Diego, as well as our private little group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And back after taking three days off, off and God knows where, given the fact that California shut down is the one and only, it's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. A warm welcome back home. Yeah, I tried to take a couple of days off and go uh, camping out in the wilderness and uh, just my luck because uh, you have to have already reservations and now they're not booking any new ones. Uh, high wind warning. We were sent home. We had no power up in our cabin. So uh, it's kind of chilled for a couple of days and tried to avoid not totally the mainstream media uh, to answer your question. I don't know. It's not a no, but it's not a yes. I don't know if I trust the Supreme Court because there's been too many times in the past where it's kind of bitten us in the rear end. Well, yeah. And, you know, I kind of got into not to get off on a segue too much into the voter ID debate, but I kind of got into um, a debate with various people about the specifics of voter ID. I posed the question on Facebook and I said, you know, has the has a Republican Congress ever introduced voter ID legislation? And that sparked a debate on Facebook as to states rights versus the government getting involved at the state level. And I said, we are so blown past states' rights versus a centralized government that I almost don't even want to hear that anymore. We have had the Supreme Court weigh in and blow all th- over the states' rights argument. I don't, so I don't want to hear that anymore. I don't want to hear that. We, we have blown past states' rights when it comes to uh, things like gay marriage. Shouldn't that be left up to the states as to it's the state and local areas that have their what the for the marriage licenses. That's who records marriages. But we have the Supreme Court weigh in and make gay marriage a law of the land. Not, and I'm not saying I object to it, but the, but that is that not a reduction of states rights? Did we not have Roe v. Wade? Is that not a reduction of states rights where they don't even have the right to decide at the state level the basics of killing People and the human beings in the womb. So I really don't want to hear about states' rights. And the fact that we have had the Supreme Court, we actually had, we have a Supreme Court right now that is being led by a Republican, supposed Republican, who literally trampled the Constitution and did so in such a way to where he literally played a mind game on us by saying, I'm going to call Obamacare not a tax for the purpose so that the Supreme Court can hear the case, because if it was a tax and it wouldn't be ripe and we wouldn't be able to hear the arguments on it. So I'm going to declare that it's not a tax. But then in order to uphold Obamacare, I'm actually now going to call it a tax. And then in addition to that, as chief justice of the, of the Supreme Court, I'm actually going to rewrite some of the legislation, rewrite some of the law as chief justice. So, no, I don't have any faith right now in the Supreme Court, and I also don't want to hear any any of this hardcore, you know, um, states' rights versus the federal government at this point. We have a, we have a republic to save, and it's the same thing. I, I, there's so many purists out there that decide to get precious with purity for things like states' rights when it's convenient for them, particularly when it's a Republican Party that wants to hide behind not having to do anything, Right. I mean, I mean, it's just so clear cut the amount of fraud that has been found. They're saying there, there's no evidence, but there's plenty of evidence. And this is just unbelievable that they're denying this at every level. Well, absolutely. You know, it's like, um, don't in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. It does not make sense that the man who won almost no counties anywhere suddenly in the middle of the night after he was losing everywhere, suddenly in the middle of the night, um, hundreds of thousands of ballots show up all a hundred 
100% for him and not for Trump. And that, that a president-elect, uh, an incumbent president, who actually increased his vote by 20%, is going to lose to a dude who now supposedly has gotten 80 million votes, way more votes than any. I mean, the statistics alone proves the fraud that's going on. But here's the beauty of this case from Texas. It doesn't have anything to do with that. There does, this does not ask the Supreme Court to evaluate and get into whether or not um, the Postal Service worker whistleblowers were telling the truth when they said that they were, they were ordered to backdate ballots or that one dude from New York drove already uh, printed out our, uh, ballots for Pennsylvania from New York to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, or the Dominion machines that were flipping votes everywhere. They don't have to get into any of that. All they have to do is actually apply the law. Because what we have had done here in all of these states is we have had the law trampled from, from and um, whether it's in Georgia or whether it's in Pennsylvania, Michigan, or Wisconsin. We have had people that were not in a position, not legally entitled to change or write election law, change and write election law. In the, in the case of Pennsylvania, it actually involved the courts literally writing election law. So I'm not really surprised that the Supreme Court decided uh, to not hear that case um, because they themselves at, at certain points have rewritten the law. So if the Supreme Court is not going to hear a case that involves Breaking the law at the state level when it comes to our elections, if they're not going to hear that case, we're dead as a country. And well, you know, and I think there's a lot of pressure on them to do the right thing. And I hope that they do, because there's I correct me if I'm wrong, 19 other states that have joined this fight and taking the side of Texas. The nation is watching and not just here or there everywhere. They're watching. Unfortunately, most of them are watching networks that have been lying to the American people from day one. Phone news. Uh, yeah, phone news. All of them. We had phone news, Fox News. Yeah. Um, right now, the narrative is, and, and it's not even just Fox News. We actually have, of course, we have the usual suspects like Mitt Romney. Uh, but we've, got, we've even got the head of the Republican Attorneys General Association who's saying that this Texas case has no merits. We've got, and, and it's all because they can't wait to get Trump out of there because Trump is a threat to this uniparty establishment crap that's been going on. Um, but but uh, when it comes to, to the Supreme Court, I mean, I think that fortunately we have a chance here that we're going to have the right thing happen because we have an Amy Coney Barrett. We have a Clarence Thomas. We have an Alito. I, where where I don't know is that where I don't know I I would like to think that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are going to also be on the side of the Constitution. Um, I, you know, one of the things that's that the American people so much of it is about is about a psyops game, right? I mean, that's what Fox News was doing the night of the election. Oh, they, sure they were. They never wanted they never wanted Trump to be in the lead with the, with the votes. They never wanted they never wanted the American people to see when it came to the electoral count Trump ahead at any point. That's one of the reasons why Arizona was called so early. That's why Arizona was called early and Florida was called late. And that's one of the reasons why states pushed early. It, the Republican governor of Arizona was literally certifying votes while a hearing was being held in which his own citizens were there with affidavits in which they swore under penalty of perjury that they had witnessed fraud going on in his state. There was a rush to certify because it's all about getting ingrained, pushing a narrative and getting it ingrained in the psyche of Americans. And we see that playing out now because now the narrative is 
that is the Supreme Court going to overturn and disenfranchise the voters? Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. Now, illegal, we're not asking, you're not a subversive. The state of Pennsylvania responded and said that this was subversion, that that this is treason. Treason to, to suggest that votes that were cast illegally because the law was broken is subversion? Isn't that a little flipped? But that's how sick this is, that they're literally putting forth narrative to the American people that the definition of disenfranchising voters is to have illegal votes thrown out so that only legal votes can be counted. That's the game that's being played in the psyche of Americans. And when you've got that, when you've got even Republicans joining in, like Mitt Romney and others joining in, as well as the silence of so many. I mean, we do have 106 House Republicans uh, signed the brief backing Texas uh, election challenge. Where's the rest of the Republicans? Where's all the senators? Every single one of them should be standing up. You should yeah. be able to call them out by name. Uh, there should be. It, it's like the re- how? Why only 106 elected officials? This is absolutely outrageous. This is where we're at. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to switch gears and, and talk a little bit more about Hunter Biden. God bless Texas, who, by the way, is, I, I think somebody from Texas is introducing a bill to succeed from the from the from the rest of the country. A while back on the show, I talked about when is it going to be time for us to divide this country up? Because you know what? I cannot unify. I cannot unify with the Marxist and the terrorist on the left. And, yeah, it was terrorism involved with that Michigan uh, gal, uh, Cynthia Murphy. I don't know if you heard about this, Skins. We're going to talk about that, too, when we come up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know, I'm kind of glad that he didn't show, you know, the savage side of him, Ted Cruz, back when um, in, in 2016, because I think that... Uh, the right man obviously ended up with the nomination, but Ted Cruz has a has a side to him that I just love. He tweeted out today more than once. I've said, "Screw the Chinese communist." Little did I know how closely Swalwell was listening. <laughs> yeah, this is the Ted Cruz. I'm not. I'm not used to him. Um, I sure hope he has an opportunity to argue before the Supreme Court of the United States. You know, listen, as many people have pointed out, me here on the show and others, one whistleblower. Unnamed whistleblower Eric Chimarella launched an impeachment of the president of the United States of America, supposedly for doing what Joe Biden bragged about, which was threatening to withhold aid from Ukraine until he got what he wanted, which was to have the prosecutor investigating his his crackhead son at uh, when he was with Burisma. One one unnamed whistleblower. Yet we have thousands of American citizens Thousands of American citizens at this point that have signed their name, publicly signed their name to sworn affidavits under penalty of perjury, putting their lives and their families at risk of being threatened and scorned and the loss of their jobs, etc., to call out, including a friend of mine in Nevada who worked the polls, to call out the fraud that took place in this country. And here we are having to go all the way. And, 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 and at this point. At the point in which the fraud was obviously discovered, actually we could even see it election night, 
Nobody stepped in to stop it. And now it's got to go all the way to the Supreme Court. And God bless the Supreme Court. I, I, one of the things I said to Hugh Skins before I move on to talk more about this Hunter Biden was I said, I, rather than try, I said it would come down to Republicans. You did. And I said that I, I felt like I, I didn't have any confidence. I couldn't have confidence in that, I said, and I quote. I said, but if I would rather it be come down to the Republicans on the Supreme Court versus at the state level because they're more insulated from the terroristic threats that are taking place across this country. And um, that doesn't – it still might ultimately come down to the Republicans at the state level, whereas if the Supreme Court hears it – If they then uh, do what Texas asks, which is to throw out the electoral votes at these different states in which they the because there's no way to go back to the states and separate it and determine what was what was actually real votes versus what were illegal. Yeah, they throw those out and then it does go back to the to the the representatives. Yeah, it goes back to the state legislature. So ultimately it might go back. But at least if it's they're directed by the Supreme Court to do that at the state level, then they've got some cover. Um, but you know, it, it should be really clear. It should, that if it comes down to the Supreme court and they go follow the law, it should be, we should be okay in this country because we were in 2000, but we're not in 2000 anymore. No, it's a much different time. It's a much different time. We had eight years of Barack Obama fostering hate and division among Americans, telling them at every level of our society that they were victimized by white America, by the Republican Party, and that they deserve to have a pound of flesh. It was Barack Obama who sent a delegation to Michael Brown's funeral and not to Margaret Thatcher. Uh, When Michael Brown... Uh, you know, it was suicide by cop. This was a burglar who attacked a cop and resisted arrest. And and he stood with Black Lives Matter, invited them to the White House and, and, and where we had. Then we had the Baltimore mayor saying we got to give these these anarchists, these terrorists that are burning down our streets and and, you know, rioting. We got to give them room to riot. And so it, and it's got worse. And then at our schools, everything that he did to foster hatred and white privilege and. You know, here we are to where and then we've had, you know, nothing done in these Democrat cities with Black Lives Matter burning it all down. I know that SCOTUS is looking at this. We actually had a new Chaz erupt in Portland. We had a a, a home where some people were evicted and you're not allowed to be evicted in this country anymore. It didn't matter uh, that there was a legal process that took place. So you had all these anarchists in Antifa now seizing uh, this home in Portland and it's erupted in the past couple of days. That's a story not many people are talking about. So SCOTUS, you know they're sitting around going, if we do the right thing, we're likely to end up causing uh, a whole lot of riots and, and more of what happened in Minneapolis across the country. But that should not stop them from doing the right no, thing. No, they need to do the right thing. They need to do the right thing. But I don't know if you heard this Cynthia Murphy woman from Michigan who did a video on Facebook that she's taken down in which she said, listen, you Trumpers, you better walk lightly because I got my soldiers out there. And you soldiers, she says, you know what to do to these people, literally inciting violence. She's taken the video down. She's lost her committee position. If she had been a Republican, she, the FBI sent what? 39 people to investigate a door pull at NASCAR. This woman hasn't been visited yet, and she's literally inciting inciting violence against Trump supporters. If a Republican had done that, what would have happened to her? 
That is that is domestic terrorism being called for by a Democrat. And I know that the Supreme Court is sitting back thinking that these domestic terrorists, I don't give a crap how many lies Biden tells. It was not Trump who says, yeah, there's good people on both sides. No, the, the threats to this country, I don't care what Christopher Ray says, it is not white supremacists that are burning down businesses and hitting and throwing cement milkshakes on people. It is Antifa. It is Black Lives Matter. And I know that the Supreme Court is sitting there today thinking, are we going to end up causing World War III, another civil war on the streets, if we uphold the Constitution? But if that's where we're at, then let it happen. Do the right thing, Supreme Court. And if then the Democrats decide to go and and terrorize the United States of America, everybody will see it. I don't know if Fox will report on it. But they'll be called out for exactly what they are. But then again, just like you just said, you know, the Supreme Court, they're they're having to mull these things over. Well, it's not going to be all kumbaya, despite what people might think, if this election is stolen. It's just not. There's far too many people that don't want to unify with the people that have been at odds with Trump for the last four years. Well, but the thing is, is that here's here's the situation that we're in. The, as Republicans and as conservatives, I mean, we don't burn down businesses and, and, and no, we, we don't. don't get our way. We burn through, you know, a pizza. We burn through a few tubs of ice cream, donuts. you know, and don't and burn through a few dozen donuts, you know, self-medicating like with with some cake. You know, we don't do this. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. And so, you know, they get rewarded. That's what's been going on. They get their way. Black Lives Matter is burning down businesses. And how do Republicans respond? Oh, let's come up with Juneteenth Day. You know, it's it, no no pushback whatsoever. Supreme Court, you need to do your jobs. And if the Supreme Court's not going to do their job here, then, you know, then we, we need to be thinking about how we're going to take our country back. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, I got to talk, switch gears to this Hunter Biden story. Uh, you know, Katie Pavlich from Fox News today reportedly is lamenting how the media buried the story of Hunter Biden. Oh, the media did, Katie Pavlich? You mean like your network? You mean like Chris Wallace in the first debate when President Trump tried to bring up the Hunter Biden laptop scandal and Chris Wallace interrupted him and said, nobody wants to hear about this. Let's talk about something everybody wants to hear about, climate change. Yeah, the media buried this story, primarily your network. She could have called it out months ago. Yeah, but, but but I don't think that because there's any investigation today, we know that it involves, according to the notes, we know that it involves looking at transaction, transnational uh, fraud. We know that now Joe Biden's brother is involved. I don't believe for a second that any Biden is going to spend five seconds in jail. I don't believe it whatsoever. It's going to be, speaking of being buried, it's going to be buried. I, I, I just don't believe it. Do you, Skins? No, I don't. It's, you know, they've 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 gotten away with it. They should have it should have already been handled. They should have already been, you know, with what happened with the Bidens. I mean, this election should have just been a 50 state landslide. There's so much there there. Well, it actually was a landslide, even without this going uh, being told to, to the people, even without it being reported, even without President Trump getting the opportunity to speak about it or Joe Biden getting asked about it in the debates. Um, President Trump still did win in a landslide, and that's why they had to set up – that's why even with the media covering for him, they had to set up a mechanism in order to steal it from President Trump. I don't think they knew. They, they, didn't, they didn't expect it to be such a landslide for Trump. That's why they had to stop everything in the I middle of the night. I think that was panic mode. They, they had to panic. That's why they had to – they had their plan B. They had the plan B set up, and that's why they had to pull the trigger on plan B. Plan A was to set these Dominion machines at a certain small percentage to flip like they did in Antrim County – then the backup was thousands of ballots that they could bring in the middle of the night after they've kicked out, you know, observers. Um, 
But, uh, you know, even with that, uh, another reason why we need to be getting rid of early voting is that there were many. uh, It's the excuse for the Democrats to say, well, we can't have certain investigations done or we can't have a Supreme Court nominee because people are already voting. Another reason why is that I think 20 percent of Biden voters said had they heard this Hunter Biden story beforehand that they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. But also I need to remind you, speaking of the media, look at what big tech did. Uh, Twitter actually suspended the New York Post Twitter account for weeks in an effort to keep the story away from the from the American public. And yet the Republican Party is saying that they are going to veto this NDAA. They're going to override Trump's veto. The National Defense Authorization Act has been signed with a, with a supermajority in the House. It did not include language to remove the protections for big tech, which is silencing conservatives and Republicans, which is a security issue in this country because it involves China, which is a major threat to us. Uh, this, the, it, the, we have Republicans are saying that they are going to come back to D.C. and try to call together a veto-proof majority if uh, Trump vetoes it. That's the Republican Party. We've got to control the message and you control minds, control minds and you can control the outcome of the elections. And we've got to be thinking seriously, it should not be coming down. This election should not be coming down to SCOTUS. It is because of the failures of the Republican Party at every level, at the state level, at the local level, down at the city level and at the congressional level to do anything to stop what is going on. Because this fraud, you weren't here for Joel Pollack's interview potato skins but he has a book out neither free nor fair and one of the things he talks about is not just the fraud going on on the day of the election and involving the vote counts itself but the fraud in the election when you've got the media doing crap like shutting down twitter accounts of media but also uh the doj and the fbi have said that they didn't that they've been investigating biden uh hunter biden uh, since this laptop, they've been investigating him for 2018, but they didn't want to say anything. John Roberts reported that they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to interfere in the election. This is interfering in the election by withholding critical information from the voters, just like Durham and Barr, not concluding their investigation prior to this election so that the American people could know the truth about what happened with the Russian collusion to overcome the lies that have been told about my president in a coup attempt for four years. Real quick on big tech, uh, did you hear the the updated story on uh, Google and YouTube? No. Yeah, now it is. Uh, they came out with it the other day. Apparently, it's policy. Anything, no matter no matter the channel, talking about election fraud yes. and that it exists, the video, no matter what it is, will be taken down. Absolutely. And what is and what does that mean? Ultimately, it means it means that you're a couple of things. First of all, it means that we are at a place now to where you're no longer going to be allowed to criticize the government. That's kind of crap that happens in North Korea, but it also means that we're one step closer to hate speech legislation in which if they can get you through big tech and other means to accept the fact that your speech is now controlled and you're no longer allowed to to criticize the government, then the next step for you, which has happened in every Western uh, country, the next step is hate speech legislation in which you will be criminalized if you and, and, and prosecuted and arrested for words that are um, unacceptable to the government. And if you don't think that could happen, think about this. Right now up in L.A. County, you will not be prosecuted if you trespass on property. You won't be prosecuted if you're driving without a license. You won't be prosecuted for prostitution, but you will be arrested and prosecuted if you open up a business that's on the shutdown list. We're going to take a break when we come back more.
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Somebody said to me the other day, the DOJ is the biggest problem we have. Yeah, it is. Under the DOJ is the FBI. And for years now, I've been complaining about, you know, pretty much the entire four years. I don't want to hear anymore. It's just a few people at the top. Yeah, because if they were doing their job, I think this the whole election thing would be in a completely different situation right now. Well, you think about the fact that uh, they they have allowed, they they it, we had a weaponized FBI and DOJ that was illegally set up an illegal spying operation of the opposition party campaign, planted spies in, had the Democrat Party colluded with the Democrat Party, who paid for foreign governments to come up with, with lies and smears in the Steele dossier that involved supposed hookers peeing on a bed that was used to go lie to the FISA courts. This was all the FBI and the Department of Justice. Then they set up an insurance policy which involved using Comey and illegally leaking the FBI director, leaking to the media, all to set up so that they could have a special prosecutor who was best best friends with Jim Comey to launch an illegal investigation on the basis of we're supposed to have every bit of our constitution was shredded. They're not supposed to be any investigation without probable cause. There was never, not only was there no probable cause, it was all based upon lies. And, and, and in the meantime, while they, after doing this, the main mouthpiece for this and the Democrat party, the propagandist for this, Eric Swalwell was one of the many Democrats that was, that was targeted by Chinese spies, and we still don't know what the, what Fang Fang learned from her time in sleeping with, figuratively or literally, with Eric Swalwell. Well, we have no idea what classified information. This man sits on the Intelligence Committee, and he had been sleeping with a Chinese spy? She fundraised for Tulsi Gabbard. There's still two mayors that they know for a fact slept with this woman, and we don't even know their names. We got a major problem with the FBI and the DOJ. And if I can fault President Trump for one thing, it's that he's kept these people around too long. He's he too should, trusting. He's too trusting. He should have fired Bill Barr. Well, he's surrounded with too many never Trumpers and too many establishment hacks. He should have fired Bill Barr long ago. He should have fired Christopher Ray. He should have never even accepted Christopher Ray. You cannot drain the swamp by putting anybody in there who's been a part of the swamp. You just can't do it. And he should have he should have seen the writing on the wall. I know it's his one of it, it's his strong suit. He's a good person. He's a good man. He's loyal. He, he wants to trust people. But you know what? You gotta you, you gotta back up words with action. And if they're not doing what they say they're going to do, and they're doing the opposite, you need to get him out of there. When it comes to this vaccine, I don't blame him for having his vaccine summit and bragging about it. Hey, because you know what? That's what the public demanded, right? They all wanted a vaccine, in part because of what's happening with these shutdowns. It's like, how can I get this the jackboot of tyranny off my neck? I know I'll be willing to be injected with the coronavirus, in spite of the fact that even according to San Diego numbers, uh, the false positive test results, because right now, case count, okay, oh my gosh, we've got all these case count, 20 uh, people out of 100, it's a false positive. So 20% basically of all the case count, take it out. 
Not to mention the fact that we all know that it's not a miracle. The flu hasn't gone away. We know that that people are being counted in the numbers who have the flu are being counted in the coronavirus positives. Of course, Wilma Wooten here from San Diego, she's going around saying the reason why the flu numbers are down is because of the masks. Oh, wait a second. The masks works for the flu, but it evidently ain't working for the coronavirus because that's spiking, supposedly. This is nonsense. I want to talk about this vaccination. I, I keep running out of time every show. This is from a doctor. We know that, oh, they were all proud over in the U.K. that they were already administering it. Then they had to come out and say yesterday, oh, by the way, those of you with any allergies to foods and medicine, make sure if you get it that they've got equipment next to you to um, resuscitate you in case you go into anaphylactoid shock. Yeah, see, I have a couple of food allergies. You think I'm going to want to just, (laughs) yeah, you know what? I'll take the vaccine, morality aside, and I'll have that standing by just in case. No, no, thank you. Yeah, well, um, I'm glad that I didn't get a chance to read this before from a doctor um, before uh, you came back. I want to read this. He says, this vaccine is an insane idea. He says, does this make sense to you? And he took a lot of science and he put it in what I think is easily to understand layman's terms. And he says this, this vaccine takes a functional piece of virus, mRNA, and a little soap bubble that merges with a soapy membrane of your cells. Think about that for a moment. He says, it is the same mechanism by which HIV and human T-cell leukemia virus infects us with its mRNA. This mRNA will set up shop in your cell's cytoplasm to make the COVID spike protein. The spike protein will be expressed on your cell's surface to theoretically stimulate an antibody against that spike protein. Your antibody will be formed against this foreign protein on your cell. Do tell, when your cell is associated with foreign protein, there is a spillover against your cell. This is called autoimmunity, where where you develop an immune reaction against your own cells. This technology has never been successful as a vaccine the few times it has been tried, which could be why, let me interject here, which could be why Pfizer has come out and said that they, that this does not actually stop the coronavirus from actually spreading. Now, he actually said that. And, and in fact, I'm going to quote. He says, they're not certain if the COVID shot will prevent vaccinating people from infecting others. We didn't test for the spread. Isn't I have the, nothing to even say right now. Isn't that the whole point of the vaccination? That it's supposed to, we can't go back to our life because we've got to have the vaccination so we can stop it from spreading. And That's what Pfizer, they've been saying. Calm down. Just, just, yeah. just, just wait. Vaccine comes. We're going we're gonna to stop the spread. We're going to kill this thing. So we've got, we've got technology that is being used now that's never been used before because it's never been successful. It causes autoimmunity. And on top of it, the Pfizer execs themselves said they didn't test whether or not it would stop the virus from being spread, which could also be why Fauci is saying you're going to need multiple doses of it and everybody's got to continue to wear masks and social distance. This doctor goes on to say, it has been somewhat successful as a cancer treatment to introduce foreign protein expression in cancer cells so the body kills those cells. Are you following me? He goes, please excuse my trepidations that this vaccine will induce a similar autoimmunity as I have every reason to think it will by design. 
This isn't even applying conspiracy theory yet, he says. Conspiracy theory starts if this little mRNA soap bubble also contains the HIV reverse transcriptase enzyme that converts the mRNA back to DNA. Then blankets real. Bottom line, why do we need this vaccine? Why does it have to be this technology? The impact of the COVID virus is far more from the reactionary policies and induced fear than medical. SARS one, uh, SARS one in two thousand two, gone in two thousand three. No horror show. This has a right now a ninety nine point six percent recovery rate. There is almost no children, almost nobody under the age of forty or fifty, who gets this dies from it. We had a doctor crying the other day in front of Congress saying, begging, saying the people dying from this, he's tired of seeing people die from this that didn't have to die because they were not allowed to have drugs given to them in the early stages that would have saved their lives. These therapeutics that are proven to work. Absolutely. This was Dr. Uh, Pierre Corey. Now, the one that he says that he likes to try is um, ivromectin. Whether it's ivromectin, Ivromectin, or whether it's hydroxychloroquine with the Z-Pack and the zinc or whatever it is, or whether it's the, the uh, drug combination that was given to President Trump in the early stages, we have, and you're not hearing these doctors. Nobody's, you're not hearing this from Fauci. This is all by design. Every bit of this, they induced panic in, in the American people, into the psyche, the psychological abuse. It was all about control. This is why they told us the truth in the beginning that masks didn't work. Six foot distancing doesn't work. And they changed their tune. They changed their tune because it's all about control. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk more about the coronavirus and the shutdowns. You want to know how we know that they know this is all a bunch of crap? Because the head dude of the health for the state of California has just admitted that they didn't shut down outdoor dining because it's any more increase of spread. Doesn't have anything to do with that. It's about trying to make people stay at home. Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego. Spencer Smith, a sophomore at Brunswick High School, has found his mostly online schedule challenging. Uh, He spent his summer bulking up to be a lineman for the football team, which was shut down. He went into a depression and uh, uh, killed himself. I'm not sure what means, uh, by what means, but according to his family, and they're, of course, devastated. Um, You and I talk about this all the time, Andrea, the the mental and emotional impact this is having on Everybody, but really the younger generation is, is stunning, and it's being glossed over, and you're not seeing this talked about anywhere. It's absolute. This is murder by the United States government of children. Murder. More kids, far more kids die every year from choking, dying, drowning in pools. There's absolutely no excuse right now why we are isolating kids. Taking This kid, he was all excited. He had hope. He was working towards something, and then, it was, then it, was, it was crushed. We're crushing kids. We're zapping them of their, uh, of their joy for life, of their, their natural need to socialize. We're implanting psychosis in their brains of panic and fear. 
separation and isolation is a form of torture. And that's what we're doing to people. On, and, and that's just what we're doing to kids. Every school should be opened. No masks. No six-foot distancing. Because we don't do that crap when they have the flu. But thankfully, the flu's magically disappeared with COVID, right? Let's talk about Gavin Newsom. Newsolini. Did you guys hear? Um, and oh, by the way, Josh Hawley today joining with Bernie Sanders and arguing on behalf of the American people that he can give us $1,200. Americans, $1,200? $1,200 is not going to save businesses, Josh Hawley. Where's the Republicans standing up there today at the microphone saying, you Democrat governors, stop these unconstitutional, destructive shutdowns that are killing kids like 16-year-olds that want to play football, that are killing businesses out there and destroying lives like the woman who paid $100,000 to fulfill Mussolini's outdoor dining requirements only to have across the streets a movie studio be able to set up outdoor catering. To hear that then the, the head of the California Health Department say, yeah, it ain't about science. We just want people to stay at home. There's no science to, that says that, that people are going to spread the, the coronavirus outdoors. This is insane. Was it the WHO or the CDC that came out and said that these lockdowns are do far more damage than what they're actually trying to accomplish? Well, as well as CDC Redfield, who said that we're losing more people every day from the coronavirus shutdowns than we are from the coronavirus, from people aren't getting cancer, from depression and suicides and beyond. But get this, restaurant owners, uh, uh, there's a, a study that came out that... Gavin Newsom's eight, that that um, eight or nine is differing reports. Eight or nine companies associated with Gavin Newsom got three million dollars from the Paycheck Protection Program. Plump Jack Group received three hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of PPP loans. Um, there's I don't have time to get. Maybe I'll have to save this whole story for tomorrow. I think you should because it's an important one. Yeah, it's an important one, and I want to get into the numbers here because it's really when you see the numbers. Um, it, it's really staggering what's going on here. And, and it's just more examples of why we need to be pushing back and rising up against what's going on here. Somebody said on the show uh, a while back, it might have been Kurt Schlichter, who said there's not going to be any white knight coming in on a, on a horse to save us. It's we, up to us. It's up to us. We all need to do one thing that we can do is we can go to Recall Gavin Newsom 2020 and download the petition to get, get him out of here to sign it. There's reports today that he's nervous about this recall. He should be. I think there's close to 900,000 signatures already. Right. In the meantime, because that's been extended through March, and we need to be serious about that. In the meantime, we need to be rising up. We got a Republican who's supposed to be, Josh Hawley's supposed to be like some bastion of conservatism and constitutionalism, and he's joined up with Bernie Sanders to foster the notion, no, not speaking out the businesses should be reopened. No, it, he's basically supporting the notion. That it's okay for government to seize your private property, which is your business, and tell you whether or not you're allowed to be open. And they're going to take the crumbs from ta- – they're going to take taxpayers' money and then dole it out to us. That's insane. Anyway, listen, we need to be supporting our own immune system, doing what we can do to stay healthy. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use discount code HEALTH. 35% off on preferred orders. Free shipping right now. Do that at least for yourself. Don't get that vaccine. Love you all. See you tomorrow.